At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. What a great time of the year. And what a great day in sports betting it was on Wednesday. Coming to you from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's The Look Ahead. Here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Follow along on Twitter at Scott's On Air and be sure to make sure that you are listening or watching this show whenever and wherever you can. If you missed any portion of it live, download the podcast, VSIN Best Bets. Search for it wherever you get your podcast from. We gave out an NBA parlay last night, and guess what? It hit. Yeah. Our best bet was the Chicago Bulls. That one hit as well. Got lucky to cover the closing number, though. We had the Bulls at minus three. It moved up to minus five. And at the end, I personally got it in at minus four. (laughs) And it was a bizarre ending because the Bulls had a six-point lead, 94-88 over the Pistons. And trust me, this game was not easy Because in the first quarter, Chicago only managed to score 14 points. Yeah, that's it. They were losing 20-14 to at the end of the first quarter. Anyway, they're up by six, and the final possession of the game goes to the Pistons, where they miss a three-pointer with seconds left. Corey Joseph gets the offensive rebound, and puts in the floater at the buzzer from like 
the free throw line. Like maybe a little in front of the free throw line, right? The scoreboard says 94-90. Game over. Bulls win. The announcers are talking about it, celebrating it. But it was determined after review. The officials looked at it. No basket. Final score, 94-88. The Bulls cover the minus three, minus four, minus five, whatever you got it at. The Bulls win. The Bulls cover. And so our best bet hits for uh, the night in the NBA. And uh, listen, if you're not betting our best bets, I don't know what to tell you because they seem to be cashing. We're doing a pretty good job here. Uh, Other games in the NBA, the Knicks and the Celtics was absolutely wild. They went into double overtime. The Celtics had had a lead in this game, and the Knicks had no business doing what they did in the second half. They rallied all the way back in the second half, and then in the, the end of the fourth quarter, I mean, this game is over. The Knicks had a, a, a nice lead, a six-point lead at one point. Knicks are up four with six seconds left. Jason Tatum hits a three. Knicks are up one. They intentionally fouled Julius Randle. He hits both free throws. The Knicks go up back by three. And with one second left, the worst defense you could possibly display on a final possession. Marcus Smart makes the three-pointer and sends the game into overtime at the buzzer. And I will scream this from the mountaintops. If you are up three, In the final possession, you always foul. You always foul. Because when you foul, you just give them two shots. You cannot cannot lose the game. There is no overtime situation. Unless they try and intentionally miss the second free throw and craziness ensues. No. You can't let them get off a three-pointer. You have to intentionally foul. The Knicks did not foul. They let the Celtics get off a three-pointer. Marcus Smart hits it at the buzzer. They go into overtime. And then fatigue set in. And these players were gassed. They looked like Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder in like the eighth round, both of these teams. And tired legs, tired arms, shots were falling short. They wind up going into double overtime. And the Knicks escape with the win, 138-134. It went off as a one-point line, so it was essentially a pick And the Knicks win. The Knicks cover as the one-point favorite, so they get the win there. While all this is going on, so we're betting the NBA. It's a full slate of games. The parlay that we gave out was the heavy favorites. Not the heavy favorites. They, it, the, the spreads were only like five, but... We were picking on the very bad team or the projected bad teams, right? So we had the Bulls over the Pistons, and that was a a three-point line when we gave it out, but it wound up being a five-point line. Anyway, they covered. The next one was the Timberwolves as a six-point favorite over the Rockets. They blew them out, one by, you know, double digits. The Sixers, two-point favorite over the Pelicans, they blew them out. The Spurs is a five-point favorite over the Magic. They blew them out. You know, the Jazz over the Thunder, they blew them out. It was easy. We cashed. There was no sweat. 
Well, except for the Bulls game. But we had him on the money line and part of the parlay. But the, the money line parlay was no sweat. Great cash. And it hit for plus five and change. But while all this is going on, you had the Astros and the Red Sox, the Braves and the Dodgers. Oh, and number 14, Coastal Carolina in college football against Appalachian State. I had the multi-viewing system set up with the TV, with the laptop, with the iPad. And I'm thinking to myself, it's Wednesday in the middle of October. It's just absolutely wild. I'm watching three different sports at the same time, and I'm sweating them all out. Anyway, it was a wild night. Uh, In uh, Major League Baseball, the Astros... Well, they handle their business. They beat up on the Red Sox pretty badly. And once again, overhit. Nine and a half was the total that we to- that we told you about. We picked every over, and it came down to the ninth inning, which it did. It always seems to do. And there it is. The Astros scored two in the top of the ninth, pushed the total to, to um, nine to one. Total goes to ten, and the overhits. Congrats. This was a one nothing game. Until the sixth inning. And the Red Sox were were in it, but they could not get anything going off of Framber Valdez. Framber Valdez goes eight strong innings, allowing just three hits, and one run was a Rafael Devers home run in the bottom of the seventh inning. He walked one batter and struck out five. Just a, a stud performance. From Framber Valdez and the Astros now take a humongous 3-2 lead in this series with the series shifting back to Houston. And they are now just overwhelming favorites to win this series. Minus 475 to win the series. The Red Sox plus 380 to come back and win. Also, an overwhelming favorite in their series, the Atlanta Braves, who go up three games to one thanks to a 9-2 win over the Dodgers. And once again, the over hits in the ninth inning. The Braves scoring four runs in the ninth inning to add to their lead. This was a 5-2 game and going into the eighth inning. And, and stop me if you've heard that before, right? Because that was the situation uh, in the uh, Game three, when Cody Bellinger hit the game-tying three-run home run. And it could have happened again. The Dodgers had a chance early on in this one. They're down five to nothing. They score two runs in the bottom of the fifth inning, but unable to scratch across anymore. They had plenty of opportunities, in fact. You know, they 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 only they didn't have runners in scoring position, but it seemed they seemed to get guys on base and then hit into double plays. That was really um, you know unfortunate uh they just never seem to get the big hit or get multiple runners on base at the same time and they lose nine to two atlanta takes a three games to one series lead julio urias who he pitched remember he came in in game two in relief probably wasn't a good idea because he had nothing here urias goes Five innings allows five runs on eight hits, walked two batters, 
Meanwhile, the Braves' bullpen day got the job done. It was supposed to be Oscar Enoa to start. He then was a late scratch, so they went with Jesse Chavez to start the game. But Drew Smiley was the bulk guy. He threw three and a third innings. He did allow two runs, but that's about it. The rest of the bullpen handled it. Martin, Minter, Matzik, and Smith uh, all shut the door. And the Braves win 9-2. to two. They take a three games to one series lead. And the Braves are now minus 425 to win the series over the Dodgers. Dodgers are plus 360. And uh, what's interesting is that the Astros are up three games to two. And they're heavier favorites than the Braves, who are up three games to one. But I think the only reason for that is because the Dodgers still have a home game on Thursday. So if the Dodgers win that home game on Thursday, then the Braves have a 3-2 lead. The series shifts back to uh, Atlanta. But what's a better spot to be in than the Braves right now? You're up 3-1. This is, this is a nice cushion. You can afford to lose the game at Dodger Stadium on Thursday. And you just wrap this thing up. You have two chances to wrap it up at home. So that's the situation in Major League Baseball. I mentioned that there was a college football game. It was number 14, Coastal Carolina, at Appalachian State. We'll break that one down coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You follow along on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of The Look Ahead is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and anytime so you never miss a minute of the game or the tailgate party. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus, Zen can be found at convenience stores nationwide so you can find your Zen wherever you are. Zinn's nicotine pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell. Plus, it's easy to use indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Also, Zinn comes in two strengths, so you have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zinn contains nicotine and is only for adult nicotine consumers 21 and over. Learn more and find your local retailer at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's The Look Ahead here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. We had an exciting game in college football on Wednesday night from Boone, North Carolina, Appalachian State. A five-point underdog is what it went off as. It was three when we talked about it last night, and we said, you know, or earlier in the week, and we were like, why is Coastal only a three-point favorite? Well, why? Because they went out there and lost to Appalachian State. Uh, Coastal had a lot on the line in this game. And Appalachian State coming off a game in which they were likely looking ahead to this performance because they were absolutely embarrassed by Louisiana. And they got the doors blown off them by Louisiana. And if that team showed up in this game, then Coastal was going to blow them out. But kudos to head coach Clark and the, the App State team because they fought hard here against Coastal Carolina. And you want to talk about coaching. The game was won here by App State in the second quarter. When Coastal goes up 14-0, App State scores a touchdown to pull within 14-7. At that moment... It's 14-7 early in the second quarter. And App State kicks an onside kick. It was perfectly designed, perfectly executed. Coastal Carolina completely caught off guard. App State recovers the onside kick. And three plays later, Chase Bryce throws a 47-yard touchdown pass. And the game is tied 14 apiece. I can't state, I can't understate like that how important that play and that touchdown was. Because if you kick the ball off there to Coastal, based on what happened in the first couple of possessions of the game, 
you know, Coastal scored a touchdown on both their, their first two possessions. You kick the ball off there, there's a good chance you're down 21-7. to And who knows how the rest of this game plays out if you're down 21-7. to So instead, you tie the game at 14 apiece. Coastal gets two field goals to end the half. They go into the locker room up 20-14. to But then in the second half, uh, it was a great job by the App State defense limiting Coastal Carolina. Coastal did score a touchdown, but their final three possessions, five plays for three yards and a punt, three plays for negative three yards and a punt, five plays for 17 yards and a punt. Those were the final three possessions for Coastal Carolina. And App State, to be honest with you, they should have won this game even more than just the last second field goal. They were going in to score, and they were at the six-yard line with seven minutes left in the game, and they fumbled. Coastal gets the ball back, and they go five plays, 17 yards, and they're forced to punt. And when they punted, that's it. They never got the ball back. App State goes 55 yards in nine plays. Uh, Coastal tried to let them score at the end, but good coaching. They're smart. The players, you know, they're not going to score a touchdown. They were just setting up the field goal, and the field goal is good. 30-27, your final score. And so App State is now the front runners in the eastern side of the Sun Belt Conference. They are 2-1 and one in the conference, but they have tiebreaker over Coastal now. And if they win out, and they will set up a rematch with Louisiana in the Sun Belt Championship game. And it's a shame, because Coastal had so much on the line in this game. So much on the line. And it's really disappointing. Not just because I had Coastal Moneyline in a parlay that got blown up, because that was the only loss. But no. It's so disappointing because Coastal had an opportunity to set up a Sun Belt Championship game against Louisiana. A game that we should have had last year, but didn't. And that would have been a great game last year. And we had that game stolen from us because of you know the COVID circumstances and whatnot. So as a college football fan, I really wanted to see that matchup this year. And it could have been exciting because it could have been uh, an undefeated Coastal Carolina team against a one-loss Louisiana team. And boy, that would have been a, just a great game or maybe a two-loss Louisiana team, whatever it comes down to. It still would have been a great championship game and it would have made up for last year's game getting, getting canceled. But now... With the loss, uh, they're not going to get that opportunity. Unless App State goes out there and loses again in the conference, which I guess they could. The one game that probably scares you is the game at Troy. But if Troy wins that, then Troy is going to go to the uh, championship game. Well, Troy plays Coastal next, so we'll see what happens. But anyway, could wind up being a three-team tie or a whole bunch of mess could happen. Anyway, the other thing that I certainly thought would be a motivating factor for Coastal Carolina was an opportunity to reach a New Year's Six Bowl game. For a growing program 
like Coastal, a Sunbelt program. A New Year's Six Bowl game would have been huge. It would have elevated the profile of, of a program that is, you know, fairly new and it is still growing. And imagine them getting a chance at a New Year's Six Bowl game against, I don't know, Ole Miss or somebody, you know, a team from the SEC or maybe uh, a team from the Big Ten. If they had that opportunity. Now, it would have obviously it would rely on Cincinnati making it to the college football playoff. But keep in mind, the highest-ranked group of five school is in the New Year's Six. And if Coastal went undefeated, they'd be ranked inside the top ten. And if Cincinnati went to the college football playoff, then there's a spot in the, in the New Year's Six for a group of five school, and that would be Coastal. But um, nope, didn't happen for him. So App State gets the win. Big win for them. For Coastal, they are home against Troy next week. Could be a get-right spot for them. And for App State, they erase the taste, the sour taste of the loss to Louisiana last week. And now they will host uh, UL Monroe, a UL Monroe team who um, had a ridiculous upset last week over Liberty. And we'll talk a little bit about that Liberty team coming up because I think they're going to be a play for me this week going uh, going on Liberty and kind of bounced back from their upsetting loss, much like App State did here. So congratulations uh, to App State. The Mountaineers get themselves a win. And coming up on uh, Thursday, there are four college football games on your schedule. One top 25 team is in action. Number 21, SMU is a 14-point favorite against Tulane. You have Florida Atlantic laying seven on the road at Charlotte. Louisiana laying 18 on the road at Arkansas State. And San Jose State laying four on the road here in Las Vegas against UNLV uh, at Allegiant Stadium. Those are your four games. Don't know if I'll have a play that I really like uh, for these games. Um, I'm leaning towards SMU, but we'll get to the circled college football spots coming up a little later on in the program. Coming up next, I'll talk a little college football and the NFL with Chris Landry from LandryFootball.com. Chris is a football scout, coach, and consultant. He consults with many programs in college football and every team in the NFL. And his website, LandryFootball.com, is just an incredible resource when it comes to breaking down the sport of football. Chris will join me next in his weekly spot right here on The Look Ahead with me, Scott Seidenberg, always on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R, and at VSIN Live right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming 
daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to vcin.com data and analysis. You get everything vcin has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Scott Seidenberg back here with you on the look ahead here on vcin, the sports betting network. Uh, we're going to be joined by Chris Landry coming up in just a moment. LandryFootball.com is the website, of course. And, and it's it's interesting. I was looking at the college football board, trying to finalize my college football picks for this week. Uh, 14 wins, 6 losses, 1 push on the season so far. 14, 6, and 1. Uh, if all you did was play your college football bets and nothing else. Uh, anyway, um, love me some college football. But I can't tell... If I really like the betting board or if I really hate the betting board, because at first glance, I made a lot of notes on a lot of games, and that could either be because I like too many games or it could be because I don't like any games and I'm just looking for games to play. So uh, I got to really, really dive deep. I've narrowed in on one for sure pick. And we'll try and get to some others coming up. Uh, Chris Landry from LandryFootball.com joins me now. Chris is a football uh, scout, coach, and consultant. Has worked on staff with uh, Bill Belichick and Nick Saban. uh, Consults with nearly every NFL team and most of the college football programs, especially when it comes to coaching matters. And uh, that's where I'm going to start, Chris, here, is with the coaching situation at Washington State. Uh, Obviously, Nick Rolovich is out. But from your perspective, or if you know, how are the players responding to this? Like, were they aware of the situation? Uh, is it a difficult transition, obviously, preparing for BYU coming up? Well, the players were well aware of the situation because it didn't happen overnight. It has been something that the state of Washington requires all of its state employees to be vaccinated. So that's not new. So they were aware that was the case, and they were aware of um, – Coach Rolovich's stance on not taking it, I think, like, I can't speak for them, but I would think they probably a lot of them at Coach Rolovich and, you know, the players, and I certainly I did, I thought they would come to some amicable, you know, situation here and it wouldn't come to this. So I, I would imagine that maybe the, the, the full extent of it, they're gone and four coaches are gone. Um, I don't know how much of a surprise or they certainly knew it was a possibility, but it's a enormous distraction. Um, you're having to now shuffle the staff. And this is a team that's been playing pretty well for three weeks, played very well last week against Stanford, played well for three weeks, really. And now you just don't know where it's going to go. And, you know, normally sometimes teams will rally and play well, but, you know, usually that levels out. So it's a, it's a mess. It's unfortunate. Um, and we'll see where it goes uh, from a litigation standpoint. Uh, but it certainly, I think, created a mess potentially for this team that, uh, again, I think was you know playing, playing very, very well. And um, against BYU, I, a BYU team that needs a win, um, I don't know. It's going to be really, really difficult here. Four ranked teams are actually underdogs to their opponents. Uh, three of them are on the road. One of them is home. And let's go in chronological order of when these games will kick off. And we'll start with number 25, Purdue, a three-point home underdog to Wisconsin. Uh, can Purdue pull off the upset at home here? 
Oh, they can. They definitely can. Wisconsin's offense has been very, very difficult um, to generate any points out of the passing game. And I do think now Wisconsin's defense is healthier and I think a little better than was than Iowa's right now um, because of their health. So I think it'll be a little bit more of a challenge to get enough success in the passing game. Um, Wisconsin plays uh, a lot of their their base is dime look, so I think it's going to be difficult, and I think that's why. Uh, but I still think they're they're certainly capable of scoring enough points at home, and I just don't know that people if people have enough respect or understanding of how good this Purdue defense is, and I just don't know that Wisconsin's going to get enough points. Now, big win last week for Purdue is it a letdown factor. Purdue's always played Iowa very well. Again, don't match up quite as well for Wisconsin. So I think that's the reason for the underdog role, but I think they're capable of getting it done. Number eight, Oklahoma State is a touchdown underdog at Ames against Iowa State. Uh, Do you agree with them being such heavy underdogs in this matchup? Iowa State is is looks better right now on film. Now Iowa State lost to Iowa in the early part of the season. They lost to Baylor. They're playing they're playing really good ball. They're more balanced. Jim Knowles has done a great job with this Oklahoma State defense. Uh, they're running the football very well, but it kind of plays into the hands of what Iowa State does. Their, Iowa State's defense is really really good. Iowa State's got better quarterback uh, play. I think they've got more going for it offensively. Um, I think it's the you know, maybe the prime game of the weekend because I think it really is. It kind of separates and Oklahoma State. If they win it, they're on to a special year. They're already, it's already a special year, but they could could end up going into Bedlam uh, unbeaten. Although I, I still think there's a couple of roadblocks, but uh, Iowa State at home here, I can absolutely see why they're the favorite. They're the better looking team, but uh, Oklahoma State's really good. I, if you look at Oklahoma State, Texas. That game was pretty much even until the end, and and Texas again spit the bit with their lack of depth on defense. I think Iowa State's the better team here, personally, even though the record would indicate that Oklahoma State's better because they got the the goose egg in the loss column. Number 10, Oregon, goes to UCLA, and the Bruins are a two-point favorite over the Ducks here. How do you see this one? I think UCLA's the better team. I think that Oregon's not the same. They don't get a lot out of their – their passing game, the quarterback situation, very sporadic. And they've got a young guy in Ty Thompson that's going to be a really good one. But Anthony Brown's very inconsistent. That's going to be key. I do trust of the two, Dorian Thomas Robinson, uh, Thompson Robinson a little bit more. And I, and I trust the backs of UCLA more because um, Verdell's gone. So I think that, that, that hurts Oregon a little bit. I think this is a really close game. Um, and I do like UCLA in a close one. I think they're the, the overall Oregon's a little bit more talented, but I think UCLA's a little bit healthier, and I think they match up pretty well here. I kind of like the Bruins in a close one. And the final ranked team that is an underdog, Chris, number 22, San Diego State, goes to the Air Force Academy to take on the Falcons there. Air Force laying three and a half at home. Uh, this is kind of like a battle of strength on strength. You have the number one rushing offense in the country and the number one rushing defense in the country going against each other here. Yeah. And certainly how, you know, you've got to defend it's defending a base run defense is different than defending this. They've seen it before, so they should be uh, prepared for it. But you know, this San Diego state team's got a little bit more explosiveness. I think that the difference might be what they can get done offensively, but it's going to be a challenge uh, defensively to, to kind of, 
play the discipline style that you want to get upfield, you want to attack, um, but you got to be really patient playing uh, a, a team like this. There's no doubt about it. But I do think they match up pretty well. Chris, Clemson is an underdog in a conference game this week. They travel to number 23, Pitt, to take on Kenny Pickett and the Panther offense there. Uh, Pittsburgh is laying three. Uh, do you agree on film that Clemson should be an underdog? And are you back in Pitt or are you back in Clemson in this spot? Well, uh, Pitt clearly is the better team to this point. They look better on film. There's no doubt about it. They have, you know, this is a team, by the way, it's just a, to tell you how teams grow or regress or progress during the year. This is a team that lost to Western Michigan week three, and they, they really struggled against Tennessee. They have gotten a whole lot better. Pitt's offense is explosive. Mark Whipple hadn't done, doesn't get enough credit. Kenny Pickett is outstanding. They've got good receivers. They ran the football well last week against Virginia Tech. The Virginia Tech defense is very, very good, by the way. Um, no, they're very, very good. They, they are tough to stop. And one thing I look at is where Clemson can certainly get some stops defensively. And Clemson's overall, you know, more talented, this and that. The, the bottom line is can the defense hold Pitt long enough, consistently enough, uh, it, it, you know, I don't know. I think not enough maybe to, to match points with them. And just Clemson's offense still is struggling. The one thing that would give me some, uh, you know, cause for pause here is that Pitt's in a big game. I think if they win this game, you know, I think they're they're likely going to win the Coastal. I mean, this, this doesn't see, seal it up, but it, it puts them in. They're in the driver's seats, but it, it kind of really separates them. You know, how do you handle the moment? Um, this is not a great pit team, you know, so we're not talking about a dominant team here. They just look better on film to this point than You there, Chris? We lose, uh, we lost Chris? Okay. All right, well, uh, we'll, go, we'll, we'll get Chris back on because we got to talk uh, NFL with him. Um, uh, curious to hear what he wrapped up there, his thoughts with uh, Pitt and uh, Clemson. Yeah, Pitt wrapping up the Coastal, and it looks like Wake Forest doing their job in the Atlantic. Wake is a team that I definitely want to uh, circle for this week against Army. Uh, we'll get Chris Landry back on the line, talk a little NFL coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's The Look Ahead here on Decent. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the look ahead on VSN, the sports betting network. The Sports Betting National Championship is coming up November 5th through the 7th. And VSIN will provide coverage from the main event all weekend long, including live on location updates for all the action. Visit vsin.com slash SBNC for more information and learn how you can enter for a chance to test your skills and win cash, including the million-dollar top prize. That's vcin.com slash SBNC. That is an awesome event that goes on uh, every year. So can't wait to see uh, the strategy that comes into play because you know there's definitely going to be some game theory going on early on uh, to see who can build their bankroll over that weekend. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's a look ahead. Here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Rejoined now by Chris Landry, football scout, coach, and administrator. LandryFootball.com is the website. Chris, uh, what a transition to the NFL now. And let's start with Thursday Night Football. The Cleveland Browns are absolutely banged up. Case Keenum's going to start over Baker Mayfield, who's dealing with that torn labrum. Uh, we don't know about the tackles, don't know about Odell Beckham Jr., no Nick Chubb, no Kareem Hunt. And this is just a banged-up football team. So the spread has gone down. Can the Broncos pull off the upset on the road here? Oh, I think it's a great opportunity for Denver to do it. I mean, even with uh, some of their issues and Bridgewater's fighting through some injuries, but this is a Denver team that didn't play well last week. Um, I think they bounced back, and this was a game that I was certainly thinking a couple weeks ago would be completely different than it is now. And you just relate all the injuries, and that's enough said. I, I think Denver's got to take advantage here. I think it's been an awfully tough game because Cleveland likes to focus and, and build around the run game. I don't think they have enough there, quite frankly. And uh, I think Denver's healthier, and, and on that alone, I take them. And I do think I'm thinking under, too, in addition to Denver. 
Yeah, total has dropped in this one. It's now 41 uh, with the, the banged-up teams and the weather also being a factor. Let's talk about the Titans, Chris. Uh, they come away with a huge victory over the Bills, although you know if Josh Allen doesn't slip and fall, maybe Buffalo gets that win. But anyway, Tennessee at home, they are five-and-a-half-point underdogs to the Chiefs, and Kansas City's defense looked a little bit better last week, albeit it was against Washington. But can the Titans ride Derrick Henry to an upset victory at home here over KC? Well, they can. I mean, it really comes down to Kansas City and their ability to protect the football. Still turning it over too much, and sometimes they get in a, a big enough lead and they have enough explosive plays to overcome it. But that's just the thing that's really killing them. And you know, this Tennessee team you just mentioned coming off of a big win, um, you know, a little bit of a short week. They're at home, but, you know, I, I, I just – I just keep – I know that Kansas City's the better team, but I'm not seeing Kansas City play close to their best game week in and week out. So there's cause for there. I think Tennessee's good, but I, I just like Kansas City here in a close one. Um, and I just you know, just keep thinking that Kansas City's in a, in a really bad way. They have got no margin for error. And by the way, if Kansas City does win it, it, it kind of brings the AFC South back within – within range so it's a really important game here we're getting not too early to start thinking about some teams playing their way out of it and i think these uh tennessee can't play their way out of it here but they don't want to let anybody in it i think kansas city's in a danger zone we talked about that it it didn't come in in the buffalo matchup but i think they can handle this one but it is a complete contrast in styles here this is going to be a lot of fun Chris, I'm not sure many people, when the schedule came out, thought that week seven between the Ravens and the Bengals would be for first place in the AFC North. But that's exactly what's on the line here on Sunday. Baltimore, six-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Can Cincinnati prove themselves in this game on Sunday? Well, that's what we're going to find out. I, my sense is that they're not going to be able to pass protect as well as they have in some recent games. And Look, this, this Bengal team, and you give Joe Burrow time, he can eat you up, and Jamar Chase has been really great addition. They're working to the backside of the backside, but this Baltimore team's really good at the line of scrimmage. We saw them saw them dominate the Chargers uh, last week, and I just think that the defensive front is going to get after uh, the Bengals here a little bit and, and cause some problems for Joe Burrow. I think that's the difference. Um, I'm very curious, though, if Cincinnati can handle the moment. But but it's not just the moment. It's I'm not sure they're good enough here, you know, to beat Baltimore. Baltimore is going to have to be a little bit off their game at home. Get off to a good start, Cincinnati. Maybe it can happen. But I'm thinking Baltimore here, probably in the six seven uh, margin range. Uh, there's four heavy favorites on the board this week. It looks like a college football week more so than an NFL week, Chris. Uh, Packers laying about nine points or so against Washington. You have the Rams, 15-point favorites over the Lions. The Cardinals, 17.5 over the Texans. And the Bucks 12.5 over the Bears. Any chance that any of those teams fall victim to a major upset this Sunday? I really can't see anybody i mean i don't see the uh, cardinals i just think the the texans are so bad i, I think the cardinals you know at some point are going to get hit but i don't see it this week um uh, i don't see brady and the bucks going down um detroit's got to get it going at some point that might be a little bit closer but i don't see that happening so i i 
I would say maybe Washington would have the best chance, and it's not based upon their play. But you know, I think I think Green Bay can sometimes be lulled a little bit and play a sloppy game. I could at least see that game being closer. You know, maybe like a a three six point game in the fourth quarter. That's the best I can do here, and it's mainly due to Green Bay because Washington's not played all that well defensively. They've been a disappointment. They they can only hang in so long and. Uh, you know, I think when they get taken out of their run game, they're a problem. But if they can, it's a problem for them. But they can stay in the game long enough. If Green Bay plays a little slop, that might be the close game that has the best chance, I'm thinking. Let's talk about the Seahawks. Um, I thought last week, you know, showed something in in a tough game against the Steelers. I, I obviously was concerned about them, you know, obviously losing Russell Westbrook uh, um, and uh, uh, Russell Wilson and thinking that, you know, Geno Smith is definitely a significant drop-off, but they really did impress me in that game. Now they're home facing the Saints on Monday night football. They're five-point underdogs, but can they defend home turf here? Well, they play well at home, and they certainly can. They can run the football. The, the, the concern I would have is um, not everybody's back from New Orleans, but they're coming off a bye, and they're getting some guys back. And they – know who's playing at quarterback, and they've had time with enough reps to see how to defend Geno Smith. And so I, I think it's tough to run on the Saints. I think that's what the, the Seahawks are going to have to do here. Um, I just like the matchup for New Orleans here. I just think that the Seahawks are a shell of themselves, um, you know, without Russell Wilson. And, you know, that's a team that um, we've seen that division. It happened. We saw it with San Francisco last year and maybe a little bit this year. Definitely with Seattle, they're they're playing their way out of any playoff spot here. So it's a it's kind of a close to a must win for Seattle. I just I just think the Saints are the better team here, and it's obviously very important for them too. I, I just think they're the better team here, and they should win this even on the road. Final thing: Who's your MVP right now through six weeks? You know, um, I, you know what I I would go probably with. <laughs> Derek Henry, a prisoner of the moment. I think Kyler Murray's been great. Um, I, it's between those two. There are a few others that have been really good. But I would say those two stand out to me a little bit, more, at least just in terms of grades. MVP, most valuable. Those guys, the true sense of the word. That's what I said. I mean, look, Derek Henry, and, and yes, you know, obviously the quarterbacks are probably going to win the award. Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, even, you know, Dak Prescott certainly is up there. But if you take Derek Henry off of this Titans team, they are nothing. Their entire offense relies on Derek Henry. And that's why he is truly the most valuable player in the NFL. <laughs> Well, I think he is. I think if you take Kyler Murray and Dak Prescott off, I think I think sure, those sure, teams sure. are not the same too. Um, I mean, it's just one of those. If you're going to pick one, I'd probably go in that order. And but you know, I think by definition, man, there, there's there's a lot of guys that are still in contention, and um, I'm really impressed with what Dak's doing and what the Cowboys are doing. I'm really impressed with what Kyler Murray's doing. So I, I really have a lot of respect. But those are the three that jump out at me. There are others, but those are the, quite frankly, been the healthiest, have been the most consistently productive. Chris, appreciate the time as always, and look forward to chatting football again with you next week. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate you. There he is. Chris Landry. LandryFootball.com is the website. Chris, 
is absolutely uh, locked in when it comes to football. He's got so many connections, obviously works with many uh, college football programs and pretty much every NFL team consulting on matters here and there. Uh, speaking of the MVP award, Dak Prescott and Kyler Murray are your co-favorites at plus 450. Derrick Henry is far down the list. He's plus 2,500. It's a nice sprinkle, but the quarterbacks are going to win the award, even though Derrick Henry, in my opinion, should win it, at least right now. We'll get into the NFL a little bit more coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg here on The Look Ahead on VSIN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.